Market. Fuel up your car and cool Fleetway this football season. Let's go. Whoa. All right. NFL tomorrow. I like it. Little Kansas City Chiefs. Detroit Lions. Fighting kneecap biters taking on the uh, reigning Super Bowl champs. Here we go. Tomorrow night, NFL. Mahomes and Goff. Chris Jones still holding out? Yeah, Chris Jones still holding out as far as I know. The Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. SEC Insider Hit brought to you by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's good to be blue. The official health care provider of the Out of Bounds Show, Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. Jason, what was that stat you were telling me about when Chris Jones is um, on the field, how the Chiefs rank, and when Chris Jones is not on the field where the Kansas City defense ranks? Yeah, so in terms of like pressure on the quarterback, whenever Chris Jones is on the field, the Kansas City Chiefs rank first. So QB pressure percentage is 35% when he's on the field. That's first in the league. When he's off the field, 27% pressure percentage. That's 28th in the league. Wow. From first to 28th. Wow, wow, wow. And Travis Kelsey just got hurt. I saw that. I hate that, man. Uh, Not looking good. No. All the non-contact injuries just drive you crazy. Yeah, that's the worst. You know? I remember being out at a practice once. This was 2001, give or take. That's a long time ago. So, you know, 23, 22, 23 years ago, and Justin Jenkins, big-time wide receiver out of Pearl High School, planted. He was he was at Mississippi State at this time. He, he Non-contact, he's just running around. He planted in his knee buckles. Oh. Yeah. Was that... Was Marshawn Lattimore for uh, South Carolina, was that non-contact during a game? Marshawn Lattimore. Because I think that's when it like... I don't got, think it was. It was like bad, hyperextended, but then he tore basically everything in his knee. You know, that's a good question. I don't remember if that was non-contact or not. Maybe our listeners can help us. Let's do this. Um, the Ag Up Equipment John Deere Tractor text line is 601-885-3776. Twitter handle at Bowbounds. And let me give the text line again. 601-885-3776. That's the text line. And the Stella Artois, Stella, Stella, Stella Artois caller line is 601 707 3750 Are we we're gonna do a giveaway today. Um here, here's what we decided to do. We're gonna do a combo of our new out of bounds hats, which are really cool. Feedback's been great, by the way. Thank you. Somebody hit us up on Facebook on how they could buy them, but um we're not there yet. But we're gonna give away two out of bounds hats and two goat t shirts. And one is blue and white for Ole Miss with the number 10. Who knows who wore that? And one is maroon and white with the number 15 on it. Who knows who wore that? 
So tell me something. Tell me something good about New Orleans, or something about the uh, the two games this weekend. Either one, like a, a fun restaurant, a fun bar, your favorite hotel, your favorite brunch, the, your favorite po' boy, whatever. As far as New Orleans, maybe your favorite moment in New Orleans game. I was kind of going down memory lane with with all the games that I've been to down there, and two Final Fours, and a national championship for college football, and a Super Bowl, and countless Saints games, including Monday night football, which has a totally different vibe to it than a uh than a Sunday game. But hit us up with the text. That's how you could that's how you enter and you could win um an out of bounds hat and a goat t shirt. One has number fifteen on it, it's maroon and white, and the other one has number ten on it. And it's blue and white. And uh I think two pretty good players uh wore those numbers. So out of Bounds brought to you by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's good to be blue. The official health care provider of the Out of Bounds show. Or weigh in on the game. Ole Miss, Tulane. Michael Pratt's the Tulane QB. Good player. Good player. Um, Tulane lost their OCDC and special teams coordinator. Um, I think that Ole Miss should win and win handily. And uh, as one of my Ole Miss friends who's... Um, heavily involved said this morning as he texted me he went Bo you're spot on I mean if they can't beat Tulane they can't beat anybody on their schedule Sands Monroe and he's right I just got to check people I got to keep I mean we're not going to make this like <laughs> Ole Miss is going on the road to play Ohio State so um Mississippi State will host Arizona a power five school for a night game at Davis Wade, 6.30, and it's on the SEC network. That line's gone to nine, according to Caesars. Would you still take it? Ooh, I wouldn't give it. I wouldn't give those points. No. Uh, I got Ole Miss at seven. It's already at seven and a half. It's going to go up. And uh, so I feel good about that. Would have loved it at six and a half. Thought. I was going to be able to get it at six and a half on Sunday. Was that Sunday or Monday? I bet it. Can't remember. Anyway, uh, the bottom line is no, I would not give that. Uh, Mississippi State should win the game, but they they could have their they could have their hands full with Jaden Delora and uh, and Arizona. We're just going to have to see. You know how much more kind of up and running can the Mississippi State offense get? They started out slow, and then you know they did what they needed to do they weren't very explosive or electric but you know mike wright made some good plays and and um you know woody marks was solid and um yeah that's that was about it but the block punt and catch was pretty cool that was right in front of me yeah yeah i thought that uh that's not easy to do whenever woody marks was having his interview after the game for some reason, I thought this guy was going to have like a James Earl Jones kind of voice. Why is that? I, I just thought, you know, the way that he's built, I thought he was going to have like a deep. He has gotten you know, a lot bigger. Yeah. I mean, he's Dang. he's built like a brick. Yeah. He he had to play too early and, um, you know, he just wasn't filled out there. He is. He has really filled out. No, no doubt about it. Um, he's a good player. I, I Again, you know, what what do you have as far as. Um, explosive plays 
uh, in your back pocket? And how much better can the offense get? You know, Ole Miss has run the same offense. Kiffin's same play caller. Dar, everybody knows what they were supposed to do in the spring, in the summer. Boom. This thing is totally different. It just is. And um, I thought Creed Whitmore made some plays. Kid out of Gainesville, Florida? Yeah. He was committed to the University of Florida. And they fl- he's from Gainesville. And they flipped him to go to Mississippi State. He's a four-star out of Florida. And, uh, and he showed some promise. Now, they got to get Tulu up and running. Um, and, and Justin Robinson, who switched numbers on us this year from 81 to three, better be careful. Got to, got to keep those, uh, got to keep the numbers straight out of bounds. ESPN one Oh five, nine, the zone. We are streaming live on the zone one Oh five, nine.com and the out of bounds radio app. The Stella Artois caller line is six Oh one. 707-3750. We've got a really good giveaway today. Uh, a couple of goat shirts, uh, blue and white with number 10, maroon and white with number 15, and uh, our new out-of-bounds hat, so we'll do two of them. Tell us something great about New Orleans. Um, breakfast, lunch, dinner, brunch, bar, dives. We're all about that. Or a great game. Some of you have been down there for the NFC Championship game. Not the one you lost. The one you won when you beat Favre. Oh, you beat your... Oh, yeah. sorry. They Come beat on, your man. Vikings. Yeah. How old were you At, then? Like five? Five? No, it was... That was what? 2009? So I was nine. I was wearing my Vikings jersey watching Were you the really? Game. Yeah. Watching the were game. Were you a big... For that year... How long was Brett there? Do you remember? I think he was only there for two. Uh, I know he was at the Jets for one and then came over to the Vikings. Let me ask you this. Were you a huge Favre fan that year that y'all rolled? I liked Favre. My favorite players were Adrian Peterson. Oh, yeah. I loved Percy Harvin, too. And then I also loved, my, well, my favorite player of all time, Jared Allen. Hands, you told me that last hands week. Down. That dude rocks. Yeah. And he's still cool, but he went to, like, he went to Idaho, so he's just a cowboy. And then his sack celebration, when he would get down on one knee and tie the calf, throw his hands up, he had a Fu Manchu and a mullet at the same time. That guy rules. Yeah. He's the man. So that's what those are my. He three was things. a he was kind of a wild man for a. I mean, y'all are a boring franchise, right? I mean, uh, for the most part. But he he gave y'all a little juice, um, for what he was there for a little while, six to eight years. Yeah, and then he went to the Panthers uh, when they I played re- for the Super Bowl. Oh, with Cam. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. He kind of he was over the hill then, but but had a little bit of juice left. Right, a yeah. little bit of gas in the tank. Yeah, he's uh, he was kind of like you know, Calias Campbell just got signed to like the Falcons, I think, and that guy's like thirty-seven and still playing on the D line. I'm like, dude, hats off to you. Thirty-seven years old going against you know twenty-four year olds who are starting their prime. Yeah, it's got to be rough. <laughs> Jared Allen, incredible. Um, you know, my one of my favorite players growing up was Ahmad Rashad. Yeah, I think you told me that. Yeah. Was uh, a, what was what was it about him? Was he just the He was man? a wide receiver and I was obsessed with teams that would throw it. I mean, ah. you know, the the whole I was ahead of the curve. The whole, you know, people would thought it was awesome to play the game between the tackles. 
And uh, that's why I loved Eric Coriel and, and, and Walsh and so on. But the, uh, the Vikings would throw it uh, for a while there. They just could never get over the hump. Four Super Bowls. You know who else is a Minnesota Vikings fan? This is interesting. We mentioned him in the first segment. Uh, and I did not realize this until I listened to his pod- podcast. But Craig Kilborn, who worked at ESPN. Yeah. And then, you know, it ended up on the Late Late Show on CBS. Uh, Craig Kilborn's from Minnesota and is a huge Vikings fan. Really? Yeah. He's had the Vikings play-by-play guy on his podcast. Dude, the, the Vikings play-by-play, that, that guy can... He's got a good yelling voice. Does he? Yeah, he gets you hyped up. That's right. I think uh, Dan Patrick and his crew have have cut up some of that and made fun. I mean, laughed at how into the game they get. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. I mean, this this guy, he makes it to where you are watching the game through the radio. It's awesome. And you listen to this? I do sometimes, yeah. Like when I would be on my way to work. I, when I was working at the restaurant. Um, oh, yeah, you didn't and, get to... Watch as much because you would work on Sunday. Yeah, or uh, or whenever they but had. But locals not open on Sunday. No, they would have like a Saturday game if there was like a Saturday or a Thursday night. Yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. That yeah, sort yeah. of thing. So I'm I would, with you. I'd go to Costco and get a dollar fifty hot dog and soda and listen to the game and then head over to work, man. You know, Kilborn went from ESPN to the Daily Show to the Late Late Show, and he's a huge Vikings fan. Wow. Yeah, I love. I mean. My my grandmother lived in Minnesota growing up, so that was the first hoodie and sweatshirt that I got was a Viking, and I thought Vikings were cool. I always thought the swoosh before even we got the Nike swoosh. Yeah. Whatever that thing is with the Mod Rashad, I always thought that, that the uniforms. Oh, the horn? there weren't that many cool uniforms in the early 80s when I started to, you know, watch TV and watch the NFL. The right. Saints, definitely not. No, there was nothing cool about the Saints. Uh, you know, 1981 or... I mean, pick your day, 74, 78, 82, but I don't remember a lot of those years. Um, but some of, let's see, let's think back. The Vikings had some of the better uniforms in the NFL, as did the Chargers. Oh, for now sure. I think about it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there, and plus, also growing up, I loved, my favorite number was 83. It was my grandfather's favorite number, so I wore it in football. Oh. I also liked Dante Stallworth. Dante Stallworth. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Boy, that's a blast from the past. I liked him too, man. He was good. Where'd Dante play uh, college ball? Not Tennessee. I don't think I have that right. Dante Stallworth. That's pretty awesome. Is that buddy yeah, ready Tennessee. for Tennessee? Did he play? Yeah, yeah man. I believe I got that right. That's incredible. <laughs> wow. I'm on a roll today. You are. You're killing it. Lyle Luton, LSU, 1994-5, whenever I was down there in the Dome. And... Uh, Dante Stallworth played at Tennessee. Do you think I think I should be done for the week? Do you, th- you think I should just put the headsets down? We can call it. I can throw on something else. Grab the backpack <laughs> and just head back to the house. Yeah, not not a bad call. I mean, it's only down from here if you're if you're getting all these names right, you know? Yeah. Hey, do we? I, is this the audio sheet? Yes. All right. Um, this let's switch gears. This TCU linebacker you told me about this morning. I I could not believe. What you told me on that after the Colorado game. So let me drop this real quick. The Out of Bounds Show uh, is brought to you by the brand new Napa Auto Parts Store, I-55 North in Jackson. Brand new Napa Auto Parts Store, I-55 North in Jackson. If you're in that area, check it out. They'll take care of you. All right. So TCU linebacker Johnny Hodges 
says that TCU is the laughing stock of college football. Um, I guess you can say it's a wake-up call. Uh, I don't know how losing in the national championship by 60 isn't a wake-up call, but uh, right now we're, we're definitely the laughing stock of college football. Having 22 missed tackles, um, having who knows how many missed assignments, making our defensive coordinator look awful, just making his defense look like it's a childhood kid's defense and him getting all this slack. So uh, if it's not a wake-up call, then I don't know what it is. So. Whoa. Can you believe he said that? Now, obviously, TCU lost their phenomenal quarterback, all their wide receivers, half their offensive line. Um, and But he says they're the laughing stock of college football. They got beat by 60 in the national championship game. 20-point favorite this past weekend and lost to Coach Prime and Colorado at TCU. Now Coach Prime and Colorado host Nebraska. Can you imagine how crazy it's going to be in Boulder, Colorado this weekend? They don't even care about football, college football. I mean, they care about the Broncos, Nuggets, and Rockies, and whoever their hockey team is. But this is the first time since, like, Eric Bieniemy that they've that they've cared about Football, and it's on. I mean, two first-year head coaches too, at the at schools. That's got to be. That's right, Matt Rule. Yeah, Matt Rule for Nebraska. So that's another power. So we got a Power Five matchup in Starkville with with a really good quarterback coming into Starkville in Jaden Delora, and Arizona. That was a weird game last year, wasn't it? It was and it, like like ten. It, it, it kicked off here at ten. I don't think it ended till two. Mississippi State took control of the game, then played really really sloppy um, on both sides of the ball. Let Arizona back in the game a little bit. Y'all could see that Jaden Delora could. He didn't have a lot of rounding, but man, he'd run around try to make anything happen. Um, you know, Mississippi State would would win the game and and so on. Um. But Arizona is going to be in for a rude awakening as far as the crowd. It's mm. going to be a lot of people there. Um, it may not be sold out, but it'll be a 6.30 kick. Team won a lot last year. You know, Leach and Arnett had a huge year. Whenever you win nine in Starkville and Oxford, that is tremendous. Fayetteville, Columbia. And so I expect the crowd could be a factor for Arizona because State and Ole Miss are used to that. They're used to big crowds at home. They're used to hostile environments on the road. Arizona in the Pac-12, in an area of the country where they don't care, not so much. Yeah, and they don't have cowbells over there. Well, so, I mean, that's their ears are about to be ringing. And the tailgating gives people uh, um, in the 630 kick Maybe an opportunity to get another Michelob Ultra in you. Yeah. Ooh. And get a little loud. You're in trouble. And I think the student section will be nuts. If the game is entertaining, they'll stay. But you know going into the game, they're going to be loud. They were loud as all get out for Southeast Louisiana. I couldn't believe how loud they were and packed for a, you know, Southeast Louisiana game. This is a big game for Zach Arnett. Should you win the game? Yes. Are you better? Yes. But 
can you just show up and win? You're not, you're not there. You just had so much, you just lost, you know, your hall of fame coach in December. The last thing that Arnett and the people around him can have happen is to drop this game because your schedule is what most everybody pulls in the SEC West. Just brutal. Rough. Gauntlet. Gauntlet. And and you're about to play LSU at home. Don't y'all can believe that LSU doesn't have talent after the other night. I'll okay. Whatever. If you don't believe that they're going to use Harold Perkins in a different way. Okay. Um, then you have LSU at home at South Carolina and Bama at home. And there's not a lot of windows there. You know, you're hoping to grab one at South Carolina. Um, maybe LSU continues to struggle. We'll see. But you can't afford to drop this game because of being a new coach and the way you got the job. I mean, that's just that's that's the way it is. So I, I'm looking at the... Uh... Just talking about talent of LSU, I'm looking at the Heisman odds now. I think before the LSU-Florida State game, Jaden Daniels was second with like plus 800. But behind Caleb Williams? Behind Caleb Williams. So For our listeners, Southern Cal QB, go ahead. Yeah, so now he's dropped down to, he's behind Travis Hunter with Colorado. I mean, he's dropped down to like 12 okay, or 13. Jordan Travis is now number two at a plus 750. Yeah, he is. And uh, Caleb Williams is still plus 450. All right, get, give me the top five right now. Top five. So you have Caleb Williams, Jordan Travis. Hold on, hold on. Caleb Williams, for our listeners, quarterback at Southern Cal. Right. Jordan Travis, quarterback at Florida State. You have uh, Michael Penix Jr. with Washington. Right. Who nobody knows. Uh, he's, <laughs> yeah. a, he's a heck of a player, but our listeners don't watch Washington Huskies football. Go ahead. And then you have J.J. McCarthy. Well, the quarterback everybody knows who that is. Michigan. Yeah. And then uh, Sam Hartman, quarterback at Notre Dame. Where's Travis Hunter? Travis Hunter is down right before Jaden Daniels. I guess that's, let's see, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ooh. He's at 15, and Jaden Daniels is at 16. Bo Nix is number six on these, on these odds on Vegas Insider. Bo Nix at Oregon. All right. Yeah, Travis Hunter can't uh, play that many snaps week in, week out. It's not possible. Your your body can't hold up. It's like 160. Uh, <laughs> like, so it will be interesting to see how they adjust for that. Um, that's an injury waiting to happen. And phenomenal, you know, day. Something that I, I don't think we've seen. Even with Woodson at, at Michigan. Uh, and nobody, nobody, well, they weren't playing. We weren't playing that many reps back then. I mean. God, if you think Big Ten football is slow right now, think about 1997 when Charles Woodson was playing. I mean, it was Shim Beckler and Woody Hayes, even though neither one were, were still coaching. Um, but, yeah, he, he can't keep up that that pace and, and, and not burn out and or get injured, which is not what we want to see. The Out of Bounds Show is driven by your next Nissan Pathfinder or Nissan Rogue at Canon Nissan in Jackson. It's also brought to you by the Honey Butter Chicken Biscuit at Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue in Madison. Have you tried it? If not, you're missing out. It's the Honey Butter Chicken Biscuit at Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue. And it's much better than that one that the franchise serves that's very, very popular. The Honey Butter Chicken Biscuit at Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue, B3 in Madison. Back in a sec. 